the book of James. The book of James. Chapter 1. We begin our reading with verse 1. These are the words you find. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let not patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. My brethren counted all joy when you fall into divers temptation, and that's where I want to dwell a little while this morning. Count it all joy. I just feel today, just feel today, that the Lord would have me encourage his people. In the midst of all the craziness that we see, all week long you're hearing all kinds of crazy stuff. And if you're not careful, you'll believe that God has lost control of stuff. <laughs> but God would have me to assure his people that he is yet on the throne. And because he's on the throne, whatever comes our way, no matter how bad or how confusing it looks, we can count it all joy. I need to serve notice, children of God, the devil wants your joy. He wants your joy. He has lost everything else. The moment you accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life, he lost everything else. He knows he can't get you no more. He knows that you've been saved. You've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. He knows that you are no longer in play. But he says, if I can't have you, I'll take away your joy. So the devil commits himself. He commits himself to this never-ending mission to keep all of us on edge. Everything that he can do to keep you on edge. Everything that he can do to keep you from ever showing the joy that comes with Jesus. He'll do just that. It's more than just a saying. I know we said and we just sort of said in passing. It's always something. But you, you, you really don't know how true that is. Yet yeah, yeah, the devil is going to see to it. That it's always something. See, at one time, at one time, the devil was battling for your soul. But now 
He has a completely different battle. He can't have your soul. He missed out on your soul. So now he says, all right, I missed your soul, but I declare you will not enjoy your salvation. I missed out on your soul, but I, I will snatch your joy away from you. He, he knows, my brothers and sisters, that the joy of the Lord is our strength. He knows that the world takes note of our joy. Your joy is your testimony. See, when the world see you going through stuff like everybody else, but you keep right on going, that's your testimony. The devil doesn't want that. He, he wants to snatch that away from you. So he sets out. Sets out to keep you from joy. And the question of the day, the question today, my question to you is how have you responded to the devil's tactics? How do you respond? What, when, he, when he's trying to take your joy away from you, when he's trying to make every day be a bad day, how do you respond? Now, I know the textbooks answer. See, we church folk, we got some textbook answers that we give. Well, I, I just pray and hold on to God's unchanging hand. That sounds so good. That sounds so good. But how, what do you really do? When the weight of the world is on your shoulder and the devil is doing everything, giving you his best shot, what do you really do? And I come today to encourage the children of God because I believe that we are living in a time that is designed to snatch your joy away from you. I believe that we are living in a time and if you don't hold on to God, if you don't hold on to what you really believe, you will lose your mind. James here gives some instructions. Thing I love about James' instruction, yeah, his instructions, he refined these instructions in the Word of God. James, the brother of Jesus, he writes this letter and he's writing to the 12 tribes. And by this time, he says they are in the midst of persecution. And he says, I'm writing to these 12 tribes which have been scattered abroad because of persecution. They, they find themselves hiding out in different places. Now, listen now, James, although he is really the half-brother of Jesus, he refers to himself as a servant of God. Y'all hear him? He refers to himself as a servant of God and Christ Jesus. So right from the beginning, he identifies with all of the people he's writing. Listen at him. He says, my brethren. My brethren, let me tell you what he's doing there. What he's doing there is identifying with people who are suffering. You see, it's one thing to have somebody sitting in a tower somewhere telling you to hang in there. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, it's one, it's one thing to have somebody sitting up somewhere in a building that ain't in the struggle, ain't ever had a struggle trying to tell you to hang in there. But when somebody is down in the trenches with you, Oh, y'all remember, when somebody can identify, they're going through the same thing you're going through. Brethren, he says, he's, he's going through the same thing. James says, in order to ace this test, you've got to have the right attitude. Oh, your stuff's coming at you. But you've got to have the right attitude. And what should this attitude be? James says, when you go through stuff, when the storms of life are raging, James says, count it all joy. 
I know, I know y'all are looking for something deeper this morning, but this is, this is. James says, count it all joy. Whatever comes your way, no matter how dark or how heavy it is, James says, count it all joy. See, trials to a child of God should not be viewed, brothers and sisters, when you go through stuff, it should not be, it should not be viewed as punishment. Shouldn't be viewed as, well, this is a curse or some calamity. But whenever you, you go through stuff, that ought to be a sign. That ought to prompt you to rejoicing. Y'all hearing this? I know this is hard. This is hard. This is, you mean to tell me that when trials come, when stuff comes my way, Reverend, that the best you can do is tell me to rejoice? Brothers and sisters, you can do it. It's just a matter of attitude. You see, you can't always control what trouble comes your way. You can't always control what's happening in your life. You don't have control over that, but you do have control over how you respond to what happens. You got every bit of control over how you respond to what the devil sends your way. James says, take control and count it joy. No matter what it is, no matter how bad you think it is, James says, take control, count it joy. Get it right now. James is not saying be joyous for it. He's saying be joyous in it. We ain't crazy. We ain't going around looking for something. Y'all hear me? You're not, we're not going around looking for some trial to get into. We're not looking for something to go through. Uh, yeah, yeah. He says, but when you do fall into it. Are y'all hearing me? When you do fall into these trials, he says, uh, then is when you count it joy. When it's your lot to fall in to hard times, James says, you and I, go ahead and count it joy. Note now. Note now, most people rejoice, have no problem with rejoicing when they come out. When the Lord brings you out, that, that's when you find folk rejoice. But let me tell you something, anybody can do that. Y'all hear me? Anybody can rejoice once they're out. But the message of James says, we've got to learn how to rejoice in it. We've got to learn how to rejoice when we are still going through our trial. Why are we in the midst of our trial? I hear you. I heard somebody just now. I heard somebody say, well, I don't feel like it. I heard you. I heard you. I heard you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, we, we, we are so bound to the way I, I, remember, I just don't feel, I ain't feeling that today. I, I ain't feeling, well, the Bible doesn't talk about feeling. I've been reading the Bible. I, you know what? The word feelings is not in the Bible. I haven't found it yet. The word feelings is nowhere in the Bible. No, James doesn't discuss your feelings. The fact is, you can let you 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 can't let and and if you don't if you're not careful, your feelings will take take control. But I'm trying to tell you that it really doesn't matter how you feel. God is in charge. God is still in control no matter how you feel. 
And once you can sort of get over the way you feel, you can sort of take on the attitude of David. David was hiding in a, a, a cave somewhere. They were trying to take his life. But listen to what David said. He said, I will bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. Saul trying to track him down and kill him. But here David gets up saying, this is a day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and I will be. Are y'all hearing me? My brothers and sisters, can you just see how just this change in attitude. This change in attitude will change your whole life. You can just change your attitude. You can be in the office place around the water fountain with all that mess going on in the office. And you can go right on about your business. Are y'all hearing me? And be just, are y'all hearing me? If you can just change your attitude. Then James, James takes a little further. He knows that there are questions. How can a person find joy in the midst of their trial? Look at, look at verse 2. You, you, he says you've got to see the advantage of your trials. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say something to make the devil real mad. You ever learn to see the advantage in going through? You see, my brothers and sisters, if, if you handle your problems and if you handle your trials just right, they produce something in you. Are y'all hear me? Handling just right, they produce inside of you an unbelievable quality of patience and endurance. Every time you go through something, you don't realize it when it's happening, but every time you come out, you come, a little, come out a little stronger than you went in. That's what the songwriter meant when he said, each victory will help you some other to win. The devil don't want you to know it, but every time you go through and come out, you come out a little bit stronger. Yeah, look at, look at the word of God. He said, this is common knowledge. Knowing this, that's common knowledge. He said, over time, over time, you, if you keep going through stuff, you go through enough stuff and have enough stuff thrown at you, over time, you will come to a place where you don't even worry about it. You just know that God is going to work it out. Are you hearing me? Anybody been around long enough that you don't worry like you used to worry? You remember when you used to stay up all night long worrying about stuff? But God has done so much. He's delivered you so many times that now you just don't worry, worry like you. Are y'all hearing me? God has a way. God has a way. Every time you come out, you come out a little bit stronger. We find ourselves worrying over stuff. And then, yeah, 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 all the while we're worrying about stuff, God is already working it out. Let me show it to you. Let me show it to you. This time, this time last week, millions of folk. We're in danger of losing their health insurance. <laughs> this time last week, millions, millions of them were in danger of not having any health insurance. People were worrying about that. People protesting. People worrying about that. And while they were worrying, God got somebody out of a hospital bed. Are y'all hearing me? While they were worrying, they got somebody out of their hospital bed and flew them across the nation. 
and not, 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 not only that, somebody that done voted against it time and time and time again, God got him up out of a hospital bed, took him over there, and are y'all hearing me? God is in charge, I tell you. You better know. You better know God is in charge. Every time he does that, Every time he does that, it ought to work some patience in you. You ought to finally, if God does that and keeps doing stuff like that, you ought to finally get to a point in your life where you ain't all, all upset and wondering what's going to happen. Every time he does it, you ought to get to a point where, you know what, I'm just going to wait on the Lord. Are y'all hearing me? You ought to just come to a point where I know God is going to work this out. Have you ever, you ever met folk, and especially old, older people, you ever seen, seen folk that look like they have come to a point where they trust God so much that they almost seem like they're out of touch? You ever seen folk like that? I, I, I'm sort of getting there myself. You, you, they, 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 they trust God so much until while everything, everybody else is worried and trying to figure stuff out, and they'll sit humming a hymn. They, yeah, and, and you think that they are losing their mind. They are not losing their mind. They are not out of touch with reality. They've just seen God move so many times. Are you hearing me? They've just seen God lift burdens so many times. They've seen this movie before, so they don't get worried with everybody else. They just sit back and say, child, you can't make me doubt him. You ever hear them say, child, you can't make me doubt him because I know too much about him. <laughs> you ought to learn some sense. Look back over your own life. Look back over your own life. And you ain't got to tell your neighbor, ain't got to touch nobody, but think about your own life. How many storms have you been in? How many trials have you faced? How, how many times have you been at a place where you didn't know which way you were going? How many times has the way gotten so dark that you didn't know how you were going to turn? How many of y'all ever been there? Are y'all hearing me? But let me ask you one more question. Uh, yeah, where is it now? Are y'all hearing me? Oh, oh, you thought you were going to die. You thought it was going to take you out of here. But where is it now? I wonder if I got a witness here. If you trust God in God's own time, in God's own time, storms pass. If you don't ever learn anything else about a storm, you need to learn that storms are passing. That's one thing about a storm. A storm can never come and stay. Storms are always on the move. That's why your grandpa used to sing, the storm is passing over. Hallelujah. Sometimes, while you're having your pity party, Sometimes when you're sitting around stressing out, something ought to click in and say, he's never failed me yet. Yeah, yeah. And finally, James gives us some resources. He gives us some assistance in our trials. 
You have a problem with this concept, my brothers and sisters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it doesn't make sense to you. Yeah, he says, if you can't figure that out, if you think folk are losing their mind, he said, if you can't figure out how to do that, then he says, if you lack wisdom, talk to God about it. Ask ask God. go, Go to God and ask him about it. He alone has answers gives us some resources. James, James says, when you're going through stuff, anybody ever been through stuff? First thing James says, and it sounds so simple, it sounds almost so embarrassingly simple. James said, the first thing I want you to do is count. <laughs> count it all. Joy. He says, he says, I, I, I figured out, I, I figured out, Brother br- br- Easton, I figured out some folk can't shout because they can't count. Yeah. I declare, my brothers and my sisters, if you just learn, if you just learn how to count, all of us would be on our feet right now if we, if you just count what what the Lord has already done. I I know you're sitting around waiting on God to do something big, but I, I learned how to count it all. Are y'all hearing me? He didn't say count the big stuff. He says count it all. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, my brothers and sisters, just a simple lesson in arithmetic. Are y'all hearing me? I know this new math. Now, I don't know how to do that, but I do know arithmetic. Yeah, I know how to count one plus one. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, my brothers and sisters, if you learn how to count. Let me help you out here. Yeah, yeah, he woke you up this morning. Are y'all hearing me? That, 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 that's one. And when you woke up, my brothers and my sisters, you open your eyes. And you can still see. Y'all, that's two. And then you looked around and nobody broke in your house last night. Y'all, that's three. Not only that, brothers and sisters, uh, you got up and put one leg out on the floor. Oh, you better learn how to count. Y'all, that's four. When that leg went out, the other leg came out right behind it. I'm trying to help somebody. Songwriter said it like this. You ought to count your blessings and name them one by one. Count your blessings. See what God has done. And it will surprise you what the Lord has done. He says, I want you to count, uh, but then I want you to count it all. Yeah. Don't just count good stuff. Yeah. Count bad stuff. Yeah. Because I know I got a witness in the house. Yeah. That God is able to take that that you think is bad uh, and make it work out for your good. Yeah. Let me show it to you in the word of God. Yeah. All things uh, work together uh, for the good of him uh, that love the Lord. Uh, are y'all hearing me? Uh, and according to his is a purpose. Yes, James says, count it all joy. Yeah, when you go through various trials, yeah, he says, count it all. And he uses the word when. Yeah, and when he uses the word when, that means you can count on it happening. Yeah, are y'all hearing me? He didn't say if. Yeah, he says when. Yeah, one never got a witness here. Yeah, that trials will come on. On every hand, it ain't a matter of if, it's a matter of when.
end. Yeah. Live long enough. Yeah. Sickness will attack your body. Yeah. It ain't a matter of if. Yeah. It's a matter of when. Yeah. Live long enough. Uh, somebody's going to say something bad about you. Yeah. It ain't a matter of if. Yeah. It's a matter of when. Uh, but James said, whenever it happens, uh, you ought to count it all joy. Yeah. James wants you and I to know that we are all overcomers. Yeah. Any overcomers in the house. Yeah. We are all overcomers. Uh, and the reason why we are overcomers uh, is because we serve an overcoming Savior. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? Uh, he overcame a cross. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? Uh, he overcame uh, death on the cross. Uh, then he overcame the grave. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Uh, they laid him in a grave. Yeah. But the grave couldn't hold him down. Uh, he says, oh, death, uh, where is thy sin? Uh, oh, grave, uh, where is thy victory? Yeah. We are overcomers. Yeah. And because we are overcomers, uh, because he got up, uh, we you and I can get up. Yeah. Because early Sunday morning, uh, he got up. Yeah. And because he got up, uh, I'm able uh, to get up. Uh, so I don't know about anybody else. Uh, but I count, uh, I count uh, everything as uh, joy in Christ Jesus. Yeah. I count everything uh, as joy uh, in the Lord. Uh, all the burdens uh, that I bear, yeah. all of the tears uh, that I shed, everything uh, in Christ uh, is joy. You see, if I'm sick, he's a doctor. Yeah, that's joy. If I'm in trouble, he's a lawyer. That's joy. Whatever the problem, I know God can solve him. Everything, everything. In Christ, everything in Christ, everything in Christ is joy. We are overcomers. We are overcomers. I say we are overcomers. And whatever comes our way, whatever comes our way, I wonder if I got one witness in the house, whatever comes my way. Somebody ought to tell the devil right now, devil, give me your best shot. Give me your best shot. I'm an overcomer. Yeah, 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 yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. I'll go on and bless his name. Go on and bless
Word of God, the Word of God is clear. If thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Today, you have this opportunity. If you're unsaved, you need to be moving now. If you have not accepted him as Lord and Savior of your life, now's the time for you to move. If you've already accepted him, he's already your Savior, but you don't have a home, you don't have a place to call home, let me invite you to come now. Let me invite you. The door is open. Somebody ought to be moving. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah.